My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, while for such a wonderful, glorious day, the end of that gospel, it was sure harsh. You know, intrigue and betrayal, intrigue and betrayal seems to have been with us throughout our history. How many nations have risen and fallen because of intrigue and betrayal? And wherever there's envy, intrigue, and betrayal, most often than not, there's death. As we look back over the course of our salvation history, as we look back into the garden, we can see the beginning of intrigue, and we can see the beginning of betrayal. The intrigue with the serpent, with devil, trying to coerce Adam and Eve to take and eat. And the betrayal of Adam and Eve by taking and eating. And this brought about death. As we go through salvation history, particularly this week we've been reading about Moses and Exodus and and when they're out in the desert, oh my gosh, the intrigue and betrayal that would take place between the people and God, between the people and Moses. And we know that that ended in death for many of them. Intrigue and betrayal. This got King David with the intrigue of Bathsheba and the betrayal of having his, his, her husband killed so that he could be with her. And intrigue and betrayal brought about the death of the child born of her. Throughout the Old Testament, through the prophets, we can hear on and on and on of this notion of intrigue and betrayal. How the, the Jewish people were always intrigued and with betrayal against God by worshiping other gods. Many sacrificing to the, their children to the Canaanite gods. Intrigue and betrayal brought death. And here we are tonight. The gospel was filled with intrigue and betrayal from start to finish. The great intrigue of Judas Iscariot getting with the Jews as a means to sell Jesus, to betray Jesus. And we can see that that betrayal will lead to the death, not only of Jesus, but of himself. Intrigue and betrayal. There was a whole lot of intrigue with the apostles themselves. Earlier on, James and John were vying for who was going to be the first and the second in the kingdom, this earthly kingdom that they thought Jesus was going to prepare. Peter says, I will never deny you. But the betrayal came. 
Peter betrayed Jesus three times. I do not know the man. All the apostles we heard scattered. They too betrayed him. No one stayed to stand up for him. No one stood beside him to suffer for, with him except for John. Intrigue and betrayal. But this notion of betrayal has some import to us. Because we heard in the epistle tonight, St. Paul wrote, and he wrote his words very carefully, he so. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread. On the night he was betrayed. Now, yes, that was used to set a historical context of this night from any other night. But it also shows us something else. This betrayal represents our weakness. It represents us at our worst. It's the betrayal we had at the fall when we took and eat. But here tonight, we heard our Lord change all of that. In John Chrysostom's Anaphora, the priest in the Anaphora prayer says, On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, and broke. In the depth of our weakness, in the depth of our betrayal, Jesus says, I am going to show you my strength through your weakness. Out of weakness, I am going to show glory. I am going to raise you up from betrayal to sons of God. For out of this betrayal, I am going to give you new life, new hope, a new purpose. I am not just going to let you live on, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to live on eternally with joy. Because I'm giving you my flesh and my blood to sustain you. We're not just going to be buddies walking together. We're going to be in communion with one another. You will be taken up into me. But I want you to never forget that it was your betrayal that brought this about. And it's my love that overcame it. You can't forget where you came from. And in that, you remember the glory of where you're going. And what it took to make that happen for you. On the night he was betrayed. How often have you and I betrayed him? How often and I have you denied him by, by our actions, by our thoughts, by our words? In little ways and in big ways. But he's saying to us, I have overcome that for you. I can make you the way you were meant to be, one with me. Take and eat. Take and drink. 
and put away the old self and be one with me. Intrigue and betrayal brought the rise and fall of empires. Intrigue and betrayal brought death to many. Intrigue and betrayal brought death to many in our salvation history. And even you and I have experienced the death of our own intrigue and betrayal of God. But God is telling us tonight in His Son, I have a new life and a new hope for you. And it's one that is about intimate communion with me. You'll never be left alone again. You'll be given all you need to persevere. Never will you need to allow intrigue and and betrayal and death to be a part of your life because I am overcoming all of them tonight. I am coming over overcoming all of them with my body and with my blood that is going to that cross and it's that body that will rise from the dead. That blood that rises from the dead will be your new life and your new hope. And betrayal will be done away with. What a glorious feast we have been given. Tonight, Jesus has revealed the great mystery of the Eucharist to us. The great mystery of the priesthood to us. The great mystery of what awaits us at Pentecost. When all of it becomes effective. When all of it becomes fulfilled and we live out the remainders of our days in communion with Him. And so every divine liturgy of St. John Chrysostom, we will always be reminded of where we came from, of how we got into the mess we got into because of our betrayal. But he also will say, but I'll show you a new way. And I will give you a new life. Because he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has life in him. And I will raise him up on the last day. Intrigue and betrayal brought about death when the serpent says, take and eat. But... Christ has overcome all of that with his death and resurrection. And now we're reminded of a past betrayal, but we're not held bondage by it. Because now Jesus says to us, this night, take and eat, take and drink. This is the new commandment he has given us. And we strive to the best of our ability to carry it out faithfully and to live our life in a means that reflects who we are receiving. May the Eucharistic Lord fill your heart with life and love. You can see with what magnitude God's love is for you and I, how this love caresses a woman who was washing his feet with her tears.
the compassion of this love when He healed the sick and the suffering. And with what compassion and love He has for us. He did all this for us. So that we would not just have a nice life here in the present, but a glorious life in the kingdom to come. On the night He was betrayed, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and blessed, and gave it to His disciples and said, Take and eat, take and drink. And likewise He did with the chalice, take and drink. Let us commune tonight in the one God who gave Himself up for us, that we might have life and have it to the full.